to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. I simply must go. Uber is right outside. The answer is no. Seriously, right outside. The welcome has been. I'll walk you to so the curb. Nice and warm. But totally consensual. There's bound to be talk tomorrow. Hopefully not about us. There will be plenty implied. Please do not imply anything. I really can't stay. Baby, just go out. Baby, Baby just go. Baby, just go outside. I tell you though, man, when I was in the hospital, I masturbated constantly. That's all I did all day long was beat on this dick. That was the only part of my body that worked. This dick got beat upon. I beat this dick like it owed me money. My dick put a restraining order out on my right hand. I tore my rotator cuff from my left arm. Beating on his dick. Had to get Tommy John surgery. One day the nurses, the, the heart machine went off. The nurses came running in. I was in there beating off. They said somebody need to teach that motherfucker solitaire or something. Crossword puzzle or something. Your podcast will fail, fail, fail. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And uh, we're recording this on Friday night. You know, Aquaman just came out. Spider-Man. No, no. Aquaman didn't come out this week. It's next week. Oh, it's not out this week? Well, okay. So I guess that's not necessarily true. So Aquaman has this special Amazon show. I believe it's at – I know it's at every single Regal at least. Um, It's only only on Saturday. Like I think you have to be like an Amazon Prime member or something. Oh, so and it's really funny because when I was putting the movie together, because obviously um, I was putting the movie together for our theater, uh-huh. and basically like it's what is it? There's like a bunch of Amazon things that are before this movie. Like one of the things is like eight minutes long. Oh, so like, I don't like know what Amazon the hell promos it is. and shit. I think that's what it is, but I'm not uh-huh. sure. But uh, yeah, pretty much. I think because they they probably spent an ass load on this uh-huh. somehow. So I, I'm guessing that's how it is. The uh, the way that like these kind of things work is it's not like okay I'm gonna go to Fandango tomorrow or tonight and get tickets for um, uh, Aquaman. It's uh-huh. more like oh I got an invite from um, Amazon Prime, so now I can go do this. You know, oh. and I guess it's only redeemed through the Adam app, I want to say, which is one of the apps that we use. So it's kind of just like, OK. Oh, OK. So I was about to I'll see because I was my the joke was going to be uh, Aquaman is out. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is out. What the fuck are we doing recording <laughs> when we should be out? Well, watching you know, those things? but it is what it is. Well, no, no, no. So it's it's Spider-Verse. It's um, Mortal Engines and. Well, that that movie you don't care about, so I'm not even gonna mention that movie. But well, I mean, I I did the I did their their activation. I did their little thing at a uh, Comic Con. 
So, I'm, but I, I've heard because I believe it was already released in Australia. And one of the podcasts, uh, a podcast that I listen to uh, faithfully is this one called The Weekly Planet, which is like all about comic book movies and stuff like that. And I think they already saw it and they were like, you know, it looks gorgeous, but, you know, it's all right. You know, but uh, the, no, the, and the reason I thought Aquaman was out this week was, and, you know, I hate to admit it, but it's already been leaked on the Internet. <laughs> Uh, you know, well, that's because it probably played over because it played over in China. Yeah, not to take and those money out son of, your of a bitches. <laughs> and the, and those son of a bitches like are all, you know already like doing their thing. But um, yeah, it's it's made. I think it's made over a hundred million already over there. Yeah. So so like they're already I, planning part two from I mean from my article. So I'm I'm just saying like this is pretty much this is pretty. I, I don't see this not doing at least that here in the United States or more by the time we get to January 2nd. So that's a good thing. It's I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very excited for it. Cause it's going to be big for us in our, at our theater. Um, I, th- I don't think Bumblebee is going to be as big as I think it's going to be, but um, okay. I see, think I, I honestly thought it was coming out this week because now that, now that Bumblebee, see, I mean, it's Bumblebee and Aquaman. Bumblebee's not going to get a, it's not going to, Aquaman's going to get all the the head, the spotlight, you know? That's well, fucked up. No, I think so it, it, they're both kind of getting their own like little they're both getting a lot of promotion. Aquaman is probably getting more promotion because I think this is more keep in mind. This is kind of like the make and break of DC at this point. I mean, they lost Batman, they pretty much lost both main characters and Superman, so you know it's kind of just like we need to make this successful, and it's probably going to be successful. Well, I think I mean, I, and I we probably mentioned this the last episode, but I like the fact let them move away from Batman and Superman. You know, what I'm saying we've had, you know, between the Richard Donner movies, the the one that was made a couple years ago with Brandon Routh, and 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 the the you know Zack Snyder, we have plenty of Spider uh, Superman movies. We have fucking God knows how many Batman. Let's have other, you know, there's a whole fucking DC universe, you know. Okay, we had, we, they stumbled on Suicide Squad. Uh, you know, they stumbled on, obviously, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. But, you know, Wonder Woman came out of that, and everyone fucking loved Wonder Woman. Aquaman has come out, well, Aquaman came out of Justice League. And, and, and once again, I'm, you know, I've already seen Aquaman. <laughs> I've already seen a shitty cammed version of Aquaman and I got to say it's good it's not great um you know it's better than I think it's going to be a, a better received than 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 uh Justice League, Justice League I yeah. think a lot of people are going to say it's better than Justice it is the beginning is fucking awesome the beginning is like action packed and and it's really good the middle gets a little like uh, you know like and then the end in the end it picks up in the end you know but um it's it's one of those deals where like, it's also like all this crazy shit is happening. Well, if we have a movie where Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman exist, why aren't they showing up to help fight? <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's once again it's Aquaman's movie, so he has to be the hero. Um, well, so I I think that we can probably say that these two characters, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, will probably be around for a while. At least the people that are playing them. Yeah. I don't. They're, I really know, don't know Shazam. how Shazam's coming up. 
uh, they've uh, announced. I don't think that's going to do that well, but yeah. yeah. It, but I mean, it's going to be fun. Well, it's going to be I like think... the Ant Man of the DC movies, where it's like it's not supposed to be serious, it's not supposed to change the world, but it's fun enough where if you're there and you got a couple of bucks and you want to go to the theater, you give it a shot because it's like it's a I safe think... bet. It's going to be I a safe bet. That... I and think then, that's going to be more of like a kids movie, honestly. Yeah. And they're doing the Harley Quinn, you know, the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie. You know, Margot Robbie, you know, tweeted out the, the front cover of the. So I like the fact that they're doing. Let them do more movies. There's a million fucking characters they can do. You know, saying like I said, we stumbled with Suicide Squad, we stumbled with Batman v Superman, but you know, with with Aquaman being and and the one thing is I got to say about Aquaman is. The, when it, when the action when the action kicks in the action fucking the beginning of the movie especially and 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 this is not this is not spoiling it like I was not a fan of them casting Nicole Kidman as as his mother because mm-hmm. I don't like Nicole Kidman I've never found her as a good actress um, you know and, and then the funny thing is when you think about it like I think like back in the day she was actually in one of the earlier Batman movies I think she was like Batman's girlfriend in like in like part two or part three or whatever. Yeah. Back, you know, in, in those in those early movies, I do not like Nicole Kidman. Let me just say that. That being said, there is a scene with her in this movie because, uh, and you know, remember in this movie she's the queen of Atlanta, and you know, and and like the other people from Atlantis, like when people from Atlantis come up to the surface, they're super strong because you know they're they're at the bottom of the ocean. They could fucking they're they're used to dealing with you know thousands of pounds of pressure. So when they come on Earth, they're super strong for all intents and purposes. And there's an action scene with Nicole Kidman that like has like redeemed her whole career in my eyes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just some fat fucking loser or whatever. What I'm just saying is that that's like, awesome. You know, uh, they they do her just and you know, and it doesn't look that bad. It doesn't die, but there's there's an action. Nicole Kidman gets a fucking and a good action. Obviously, yeah. the uh, you know the underwater stuff looks good. Uh, it is funny when they have like the character of Mira to her and, and just uh, they br- they do bring up the Justice League movie and and the things I'm saying I'm not I'm not gonna spoil uh, I'm not gonna spoil anything so uh, feel free to keep on listening, um, but it's funny because like they make her, they made her look so much like the comic or whatever where she has like this super unnaturally red hair, which I mean it looks cool and everything, but it's funny how the movie. Realistic isn't the word I'm looking for, but they try to make it look like believable. And then like, you know, and then here's this woman with like this like fucking fiery red hair does not exist in nature. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, a, in a world where we have battle seahorses and fucking guys riding on sharks with fucking saddles and shit, you know, her hair is the one thing that's distracting me. <laughs> like, that's not realistic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I really don't care about her hair. I think she's hot, honestly. Oh, no, but, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. oh yeah. And, and. Um, black give her the red hair uh-huh. give her the red hair any day because you know jesus christ holy shit yeah and at least out when there's all these characters that it does help to have, you know. <laughs> does it stick out <laughs> uh, <laughs> um i you know they had the black manta they, they kind of show like his quote-unquote origin um i don't think it's accurate to the comics but I think they did it, you know, with the, all these movies, they kind of have to, you know, when you're introducing, introducing Aquaman and you're introducing Ocean Master and you're introducing, uh, uh, you know, Black Manta and, and you're introducing just the whole fucking concept of Atlantis and stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. So I feel, you know, even though really the bad, the main bad guy in the movie is Ocean Master and that's not really spoiling. Um, Black Manta, I feel, didn't get his full 
uh, credit. But that being said, like I like what they did with him, and I like the the story they give him, and and you know they they did him justice. I'm so glad because you know I was always like I'm more. I always root for the fucking bad guys. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I've always been, you know, I'm more of a Darth Vader guy than a Luke Skywalker guy. And uh, and I'm glad that, and they explain why his helmet is so fucking big. <laughs> you know, they explain why, you know, because, you know, because, you know, in the movies, in the, in the commercial, we see that, you know, for all intents and purposes, Black Manta is just a guy. You know, it's just, you know, it's not like, it's not like someone guy with a giant head. He's not an alien or anything like that. But uh, they do kind of have him, they explain them. They explain the story, and I like what they did with them. You know, what I'm saying I don't think it's exactly comic accurate, but you know, I'd rather have a good story than you know them you know than trying to be accurate and then make it. So you know, I, once again, that's why I was expecting. I thought Aquaman was coming out this week, but I guess I was wrong. But I guess if anybody wants to go to the movies next week, <laughs> I'm down to go because uh, I enjoyed it. You know, what I'm saying I enjoyed it watching it as a fucking a blurry cam stream uh, on my laptop i'll be more than happy to fucking pay money to see it for real in the, in the theater because it looked that good and once again i think i think the consensus is going to be it's better than justice league you know not as good as wonder woman but you know uh, more fun more action you know than you know it's not it's not like batman v superman or man of steel where it's just all fucking sad and depressed um and then okay, yeah, and then so to, so tonight as we're recording this is into the Spider Verse, right? Yes, the uh, Tobey Maguire continuation, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, right. Didn't they? Is it? Is it like because the character? So so okay. It's so supposed to be like I a saw... mix of like I think it's supposed to be a mix of like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and so I I, I saw a story that uh-huh. basically the director was actually had actually thought. Because this is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, uh-huh. um, they thought that he, he at one point was thinking of casting uh, Tobey Maguire to do the voice, uh-huh. and but he decided against it. And I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like I'm like, "You are you kidding me?" Like all of us would have had a fucking orgasm. Are you kidding me? Like yeah. Jesus Christ! Like you're continuing his Spider-Man, but you're not using his voice. Like, mm-hmm. come on, dude. Now. Here's here's the good thing, like um, with this this film coming out at the right time, it's been nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Animated Film of the Year, um, so that has something good for it going in. So people will probably go to watch it to see if it is that good, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll just have to see what happens. And you know, and of course, there's the uh, yeah, it's one of those deals where I, I, it's one of those deals where it's something that I liked, and I'm kind of upset that like. Other people are getting into it because then it sort of like kills it for me. But that being that being said, uh, I, I'm loving the fact that Spider Ham is in the movie because when I was growing up, there was the Spider Ham comics, and and I think I collected more Spider Ham comics than Spider Man comics. But you know, Peter Porker, and and, and, <laughs> and you know, and, and it was you know it that it wasn't you know that was more of a of a joke comic book, you know. So Spider Ham has a special place in my heart. I'm glad to see that like there's a whole generation of people who probably either didn't know about Spider Ham, or like they kind of knew about it but they didn't care about it. I like how the movie's kind of make giving it justice, making it looks like he's you know they're making his character funny. Um, the, well, they have they uh, have um, so I'm trying to figure out the one guy because they they had a scene online where the the one Spider Man takes him into his like Bat Cave slash 
Iron Man's lair kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm trying to figure out if that's like supposed to be the Japanese Spider-Man. Oh, well, that's and the whole because then... I mean I know there's there's the there's the Spider-Man Noir, the one that's wearing like the the black trench coat and like the black hat and stuff like that. Yes, that's yep. that's Nicolas Cage. And 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 I'm wondering if it's that one because it's funny that you mentioned because that was the 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 exact next thing I was gonna say is like the the Japanese Spider-Man you know that's you know he has a he has a big mech and everything like that like maybe it's one of those things where that's been beaten to death on the internet like someone's like hey look at look at these old Spider-Man look at this old Spider-Man movie from Japan where they gave him a, a mech a mech to fight in. And like I've known I about think... that for so many years that it's sort of like like when I see it now it's like oh enough we've all fucking seen it already, but I mean I once think, again I um... guess it's it's being introduced to new people so I have to kind of swallow it. But right. I like how in this how in this movie they made it's not like a big eighty foot mech it's like a twenty foot giant well not giant but you know a, a pretty big fucking robot fights along with well, Spider Man. I think it's. I think the guy, like, I, because I, what it happens is you see, like, uh, Canon Spider Man, and then you see Miles Morales' Spider Man, and they're met by this guy in the in his backyard, and then he he hits a remote, and the door opens to the lair, and they go down into the lair. I think that guy that has, that goes down with them, that mm-hmm. has the lair, mm-hmm. that's supposed to be Japanese Spider Man, but he's, like, older. Quite possible. Gotcha, but gotcha. what's the, what's the spider, because you, you, maybe you can answer this for me, mm-hmm. because apparently the one Spider Man has something animated related to her, like, she's, um, she has, like, a spider robot, and I don't know, it, it's really weird, like, because Funimation keeps going crazy about it, and I'm sitting there looking at it like, I can't figure out wh- who this is. Like, you talking about a, about a female? Yeah. Character? So the yeah, it's like a little girl, and she has like this spider robot. You'll see. have to look it up. You'll have to look it up because I'm I'm a little confused because I'm like, where is she? Like out of like a out of anime, and I'm just not like I'm hmm. just losing it or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, because I'm looking I'm looking at the like the cast list, and there's like there's Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy Spider, Marshala Ali. Oh, well, that's Miles' uncle. That was the guy played by uh, Donald Glover Spider. Uh, Lily Tomlin's May Parker, Luna Lauren Velez as Rio Morales, oh Morales' mother, John Mulaney as Peter Porker, Liv Shriver is Wilson Fisk. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I I'm surprised. I don't. Once again, I'm sort of just briefly kind of just skimming the Wikipedia. Let me look page. it up. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, but you know, and from what I understand, they're going. This is already going to. There, there's already a sequel where it's going to be like the female characters. It's going to be Spider Gwen and Madam Web and Spider Woman, and so you know. And I'm all for it. Like, I mean, if this movie this movie looks fantastic, it is weird how like now it's a Sony movie. It's technically a Sony movie, but I don't think this is a traditional Sony animation because Sony animation, you know, they've been doing the garbage like uh, you know the emoji oh. movie. And <laughs> oh, this is it's supposed to be Penny Parker. Penny Parker. Oh, okay. Anime girl. Like, I guess that's what it is. Okay. Let me see. So does that does that ring a bell? Is it alternate universe where there's like a female Peter Parker because. I I don't know who, I'm not familiar with the character and like not that like I'm like super duper into uh, you know I mean I grew up reading Spider-Man. Um, give me a second, let me see here. Let All right, see, see. I, like I put Penny, I put in Penny like on a Wikipedia page and it's like not even uh, like I'm trying to search for it. It's come up a couple of times. Let me see. Um, oh Penny with a P N. Oh okay, P N P E N I. 
Parker. Yeah. All right. Well, There's Penny a Spider-Man reviews... from Earth. A Japanese-American middle school student who was adopted by Aunt May and Uncle Ben following the death of her parents. She pilots a, phys- a psychically-powered mech suit known as the SPDR, the spider, which is partially controlled by radioactive spider that also shares a psychic link with the pilot. And, okay, so Penny Parker's, I guess, uh, an anime, I guess, you know, for the Japanese audience, <laughs> they had a character that sort of, uh, you know, moved on with the, you know, like, you know, kind of rang some bells with the Japanese audience. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so this is, uh, this is all good. This is all good. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Like, I'm really surprised that... uh that we're gonna get we're gonna get we're getting this movie and it's it's nice to see that like you know with sony you know they're, they're playing nice with marvel letting them have this the spider-man movies but at least like if we can keep getting things like this in the middle where it's kind of spider-man related but maybe not directly connected to the universe like this you know i mean venom was an attempt but i think it, you know venom i kind of wish that you know they kind of just left it alone let marvel handle it uh but I mean, you know, I guess I can't complain. You know what I'm saying? Like, had you told me, you know, thirty something, you know, ten years. Well, what am I saying? If I'm forty one now, you know, if you would have told me twenty something years ago when I was fifteen, you know, oh, there's gonna be a, you know, in 2018, there's gonna be, a, you know, a Deadpool movie, a Venom movie, you know, a Spider-Man movie, you know, I would have fucking jizzed in my pants. So, you know, I, I still haven't seen Venom. But I, you know, at least I'll give him a fucking E for effort, you know. And now that now that kind of brings me to another thing. It's not on my list, but it's something that that bears talking about. Uh, Netflix with the movies uh, with the shows that have been canceled on Netflix, the 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 Marvel Netflix shows. Um, with the the last two not being what is is Punisher they still have and Jessica Jones is still on. And quite frankly, let's be real. The only reason those shows haven't been quote unquote canceled is because they still have they've they've already recorded those seasons. That's the only well, reason they haven't been canceled yet. So they're gonna so, show the they're gonna show the season and then they're gonna announce that those shows are canceled. You know why why announce it now while they're you know like while it's still quote you know still a, a viable well, property. Did you did you see that? Like interestingly enough, all of a sudden Teen Titans is now showing up on Netflix. Oh, I did not know that. Teen Titans, the, not the not the the animated series, but Teen Titans, the live action series that that was only on the DC ser- service, ah. uh, is picked up by Netflix as well. I was so surprised by that. I'm like, what the fuck? Holy shit! Like so, so that's a good thing. And by the way, the last episode, apparently the final episode of the season. Spoiler alert. Um, I, I know the story, but just in case. <laughs> so yeah, they're 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 uh, fighting Batman in this last episode. So. I'm very – that's going to be interesting. So I probably will watch it on Netflix. Um, it's funny that we're talking about Netflix because there's been a couple stories lately that have been saying that Netflix is, may actually die in the next couple years. Um, and it, it's kind of funny because it does make sense because Netflix is losing a shitload of stuff to Disney. Mm-hmm. Because Disney is obviously doing their own service, and because everybody is doing their own service, they're pulling their content back into their streaming services. So now, basically, Netflix is becoming 
almost obsolete because you, you know what I'm saying? Like people well, are no, just I like, think I think what Netflix is doing is they're starting to they're really pushing their own shit. Like well, like not for nothing and, and maybe it's just me. Like I'm I'm still relatively new to Netflix. You know, I've been watching it like I, I've been I've been like really getting into Netflix. Now don't get me wrong, I, I'm now that I have it now that I have both of them, I'm actually more of a Hulu fan. I watch Hulu more than I do Netflix. But one thing I've, I've been noticed watching Hulu. Yeah, but one thing I've noticed about Netflix is that they've they push their shit on you. Like you could go on Netflix and let's just say you go and you spend, you know, you do nothing but watch shows that that existed outside of Netflix. You come in like, you know, you'll watch The Office and you watch, you know, I'm trying to think of what other shows that I watched, you know, Better Call Saul or uh I'm trying to think of shows that I watched that that don't haven't originated on Netflix. You know, you follow all these shows but the minute you get on, and, and I'm, I'm only speaking for like right now, the minute you get on, it automatically takes you to one of their. Th- yep. And and I'm and don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a business, and I understand they're going to direct. But I think what Nefu is, I think they're they're trying to build up their own their own stuff. So like, okay, like you know, like you know, well, you'll, like you'll stay with them because you know you've really gotten into BoJack Horseman or Orange Is the New Black or or you know any of the fifty million fucking Netflix documentaries or. Or you know, and and I'm like I'm like a, right. like I've I've mentioned the other podcast. I'm a big fan of like the comedian specials, you know, and 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 I think they're like okay, you know, we'll get we'll get our hooks in you with our original stuff. So right, you right, know, when right. the time comes when fucking DC does pull their shit, and now that Warner Brothers Warner Brothers announced well, Marvel. I mean, yeah, I mean, not, yeah, not, yeah, not DC, but, well, I mean, you know, the, you do have the DC, you have, the Warner Brothers is pulling out its own streaming service. There is the DC Universe one, and uh, I guess, and once again, this is not a promotion, you know, I'm a big DC fanboy, but if I'm not mistaken, I think if you, if you sign up for the service now, the day we're recording this, and I want to say the 20th or the 21st or something like that, um, it's, uh, it's sixty dollars for the. Like, I don't Ooh, know. I don't know. I don't know if they're getting. Good. I don't know if they're getting desperate or not. But uh, I mean, they're they're, well, they're writing it up as like a as like a Christmas promotion. But you know, and and my just thing is just fucking put the fucking app on PlayStation. You know, I mean, of course I could easily just stream it from my computer, and and I have a I have a Google I have a a, a Chromecast easily. Uh, you know, get the. I mean, not that I have sixty dollars kicking around, but I mean, if I did, I could get the service, stream it from my Chromecast to my TV. It takes two seconds to do it, uh, but still, like, it takes two seconds to make the app for PlayStation. It can't be that fucking hard, you know. And I think once they have the actual app for PlayStation, then I may, and maybe this, this, that's just me, you know. Maybe I, I don't represent the rest of how other people consume their media. I'm an, I'm a forty-one year old man. I'm like passe already, but. You know, I think if they if once they have a a a, 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 a PlayStation app, you know, and I don't, I I mean, I'm assuming if they don't have a PlayStation app, they don't have the Xbox. Maybe they do, but I don't, I don't remember seeing that on their site. And like two major fucking, you know, and shit. I'm pretty sure if you could do a Google, if you could do, and you know, and you would think Xbox would be the easiest. Xbox is basically Microsoft. That's basically just like the same app. That, you know, on your website could be for for Xbox. You would think Xbox, but uh, you know, that's like. That's the one thing that's I want the app on. I don't want to, even though I can just stream it on my computer and just send it to my Chromecast. Oh, you're talking about all the DC stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DC universe, uh, you know, streaming. So um, I don't think I I talked about this on any other podcast. I've done like a couple in the last couple weeks here. So I I can never like remember because that's how how much of a whore I am for podcasts. Um, So Netflix, the one thing that's always bothered me about Netflix is there's this issue where 
They never do any. And I get that. I, I understand why, you know, and people have gotten used to it. So obviously, if you introduce commercials, some people will probably get pissed. Here's my thing. I never understood why at the beginning, every show, like whatever, whatever show that you want to promote that makes sense to promote on, let's say, because they have all the Star Trek, um, all the Star Trek shows. So let's say you have some sci-fi series that's like Star Trek that you want to put and advertise before that. Um, I don't think anybody would really sit there and be like, oh, don't do that. As long as it's once, people aren't going to say anything to you. I think that's kind of the reason why, like, all of a sudden it's in your face when you're looking for shows. Mm-hmm. Um, because they don't do commercials, and they should. It's stupid not um, – but the point that I'm trying to make is Netflix has kind of, I think, lost the ball on what they should be doing. And it's like, listen, like, you have Hulu over here, and I took advantage of this, thank you. Um 99 cents for 12 months for the service. They did this Black Friday deal. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. I love it. Love it. Like, so now I, can, I only pay a dollar every single month. If Netflix would do things like this, and they never have as far as I know, if they would do stuff like that, they would get a shitload of ton of subscribers. And, you know, we also got to keep in mind, too, that they're switching over to, um, they're switching over to, like, anime and sci-fi. So, you know, it's like if if that's what you're doing, then you need to start advertising it more. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that that's what they're trying to do right now because you've seen a lot of sci-fi shows, if you haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. So I think like they will be successful in one way that way, but I do think that they're dying because a lot of a lot of like I was saying, a lot of the services are taking their shows back. Disney's taking all their movies back all these other things as well. So it's kind of just like, what do you want me to do? Here? You know? So, and also, you know, it, it's, it, it costs a lot. It, it, it's, it costs a lot of money to go out and get all these other services. So, you know, for me, I'm not going to spend all my money on a service if, if it's not worth it to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think kind of Netflix is starting to drop the ball and because they're not making that extra revenue, I think that is hurting them. And I think it will eventually catch up to them at some point. I mean, think about it. Disney was – there were a lot of rumors. We've talked about this on those podcasts that Disney, before they even came out with their own service, was actively trying to buy Netflix. Mm-hmm. And for some odd – and if, if that was true, then Netflix was really stupid not to have, like, Disney buy them because now Disney has their own service. So, you know, you get where I'm going with this. Like – they're gonna get fucked. They're pretty much gonna get fucked. I guarantee you, the Star Wars, Star Wars Clone Wars will probably get yanked off of there too at some point. Um, I don't remember what they have like. If they have anything else like that on their service, but I mean, everything Disney's gone. Everything Marvel's pretty much gonna be gone. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see what happens. And I and I feel like, I feel like these Marvel shows are gonna show back up, or some of them are. But it's probably going to show up on the Disney service. Oh yeah, well that's see, and that's I didn't get a chance to finish what I was, uh, that part. Is from what I understand, Netflix has still has exclusive rights to those shows for the next, and it's like you know, and it's not, and I and I understand that uh, you know their business, and and that's how they, you know. Now I don't know what that means for those particular characters. Like for those actors, like you know, guys, you know, you know, the guys is playing Daredevil, the girl is playing Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, you know, the Punisher. Um, 
I don't know if that means like, you know, then, you know, they're just going to have to lay low for the next. We can't do anything until the contract's done with Netflix. Um, a lot of people are saying that, you know, that uh, means we're never going to see them in a Marvel. You know, we're not going to see them in a movie or at least, you know, if it is a movie, it's not going to be in a movie that isn't released until, you know, two years. And, you know, I mean, that does take a lot of wind of the, out of the sales of the, out of those characters, because like years are people going to give a shit about Daredevil or, you know, people going to give a shit about the, um, the updated Punisher. Yeah. I think I think Daredevil, yes, mm-hmm. but I don't think the other shows, no. Yeah. I think I think that like whether or not they were gonna cancel those shows or not, I don't think Jessica Jones caught on. I don't think um yeah, Iron Fist didn't catch on. Iron, I know a lot of people yeah, fucking hated Fist, that show. Iron Fist didn't catch on, so I think that's done. Um Luke Cage, I heard a lot of pushback on that one. So I could see that one making a return, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um so I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Um, I'm trying to think what else. And then, you know, a- apparently everybody likes Punisher, so that could continue. But there again, if Netflix decides, well, guess what? We're going to keep it. It may just stay on Netflix. So who knows? Yeah. It's but, just it's just, it's going to take a lot of wind out of the sails. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, if, if Marvel, Disney plan their shit right i mean maybe like okay look you know all right fine let them fucking stay let them stay asleep for the next when they come back they're gonna fuck you know we're gonna you know right. we're gonna because you know there was there was that divide between the dc uh dc i keep saying dc i mean <laughs> the marvel disney tv shows and the marvel disney movies you know there were two separate right. organizations and unfortunately those they couldn't play along with each other and us as the fans we've suffered for it um, I'm really hoping that, you know, these actors, two years from now, Disney goes, all right, you know, get ready for a fucking, <laughs> we're going to shoot you guys up with steroids and fucking <laughs> let, let you out on the fucking field. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, okay, fine. You know, maybe the, 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 the public has forgotten about something like that, you know, and, you know, maybe two years, you know, give us a straight up Defenders movie. Like, you know, since we're all kind of, and, you know, and it's sort of the way the Avengers were. Where the Avengers, you know, every character had their own movie, and then they brought them all together in the Avengers. Um, you know, these characters had their own show. And once again, this is just me speculating and, and daydreaming. But, you know, it would be great if, like, they go, all right, now that the contract's up with Netflix, fuck you. We're going to do a movie with all these characters, and it's going to be connected to the Marvel Universe, and it's going to be big-budget movie shit. Because, you know... There's a built-in audience, you know, lots of people have seen these Daredevil, you know, Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Punisher. So there's already a built-in audience. I mean, fine, yeah. there's that, there was that big lull in the middle of, of, or, 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 you know, you know, give them a, you know, give them a cameo in one movie, you know, like, you know, whatever, <laughs> we'll be up to Avengers five or six by then, you know in about two years <laughs> uh you know give them like a cameo in one movie get all dicks hard and they go all right you know now that you got a taste here's a whole fucking defenders you know and we're gonna do it right and we're gonna fix all the mistakes that we you know we couldn't do with back when- I mean, once again that's just me spitballing and, and and daydreaming but it'd be nice to see it happen and and it, it would be you know, it, it's kind of hard now because like you know now we're gonna bring in the x now we have these netflix shows that are gonna be in limbo for the next but yeah i would love to them to say you know fuck you we're gonna bring them back give them that shot in the arm that they need and then fuck it but once again that's just me daydreaming. Um, yeah <laughs> Um, and then uh, earlier you had mentioned Amazon, and have you seen have you seen like the last either of the last two episodes of South Park? Um, no, I haven't. Uh, it's been really good, and, and they've been fucking really digging at Amazon, and it's and it's one of those deals where like it, it's South Park, like, 
like it's so good but it's also fucking depressing as fuck because it's like they're they're doing a, they're doing a world where and remember Rochester was on the list of one of those cities where they were going to have like the fulfillment center yeah where we were fighting for it where in in the series now and it's not really spoiling that much uh in the series South Park has become the home of one of the distribution so uh with that being said the, with with just Amazon just being there and people getting shit you know people getting their shit from Amazon all the fucking small shops have shut down so like the whole town <laughs> they're doing that again that's yeah. funny <laughs> the whole town has to work for amazon so um but then like that's they, funny they work for amazon but then like when they get home you know they're watching amazon or amazon prime when they're listening to music they're using the amazon they're they're all ordering their food <laughs> you know off of amazon so like they've they've, they've done become this slaves they've become slaves yeah. to the to the to amazon and then like then they have jeff bezos uh, bezos in the show and they're they're depicting him as like this alien and he doesn't talk like he speaks telepathically he has this big giant brain and then the, you know then the joke is what from behind it looks like an ass um it's one of those deals where it's fucking brilliant but it's also fucking terrifying because you know it's one of those deals where like yeah you can if you really wanted to you probably could live a lifestyle where all your money is going to fucking amazon you know and then if you yeah. if you work for amazon you know if you work on one of the fulfillment centers like you know you're you're giving to the same monster that's taking oh it's once again it's it's a really the if you know they've, if you've fallen out of south park you got to at least go back and, and on hulu and you can watch the last two episodes or at least by the time we've recorded i think the first one was called unfulfilled and, and then this, this the one that's part and it's actually a two, it's a it's a two-parter but i think it's gonna be a three-parter um then it's called bike parade and, and those are the two episodes, and it's it's one. They're those two episodes. The times when fucking South Park just becomes fuck so brilliant. Um, but those are those are. I mean, that's kind of another point I was trying to make earlier with uh, Hulu is that TV, like these TV networks, have thrown a lot of shit onto Hulu. So mm. if you miss stuff, you can watch it on Hulu. Yeah, it's got commercials, but you're only you're only like once at the beginning, once at the once in the middle, and then you can kind of skip the end commercials because, well, you're going to go to the next episode anyways. And the funny part is, is, like, these commercials are just, like, a minute long. So, but, I mean, with South Park, they've done this before. I can't remember what it was. I think it was either, I want to say it was the one where, like, um, they made this, like, mall mm-hmm. or something. I do know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, the they, one- made, they made this mall. And then, like, all these other shops closed down, but then they banded together, and it was the Chinese guy brought them all together. <laughs> and they, they made their own kind of, like, luxury thing, and then people kept, like, trying to – like, they would come up with a, a concept, and then they would go back to the other place because they came back with a concept. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's kind of like that. And then, like, the whole Whole Foods thing, yeah. too, I believe. So, I mean, South Park has done this before, but, yeah, it's hilarious to see them do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's one of those deals where like it's brilliant, but it's also it's really fucking depressing when you watch. Well, I I think what's the, the depressing part is is too many of us are just fat fucks. Yeah, and honestly, we just instead of being like getting up and going to a store that's literally ten fifteen minutes away from you, you order something on Amazon, and you have to wait and you wait until it gets there. Like I mean, I know Amazon took over Whole Foods and. Yeah, they're kind of into the grocery business, but, you know, it's not going to be anything. They're not going to really – it's not going to happen anytime soon for that. Yeah, obviously. but I mean, but but it's one of those deals where, like, they want it to be that way. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, you know, they want you to, sp- they want you to spend every fucking dime on Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Well, somebody, like, somebody was trying to tell me. Somebody was trying to say in an article the other day that Amazon is actually doing a lot better, and that's why Netflix started getting like ordering so many new shows. And I'm like, nobody watches Amazon Prime. What the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> I'm like, there's only they, they, they either watch Netflix or Hulu. And then because there are all these other services are coming out and you can only see exclusive content on those things, other people are like, yeah, I want to take that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah. which reminds me, maybe maybe that's why Netflix is getting uh, Titans because maybe they uh, maybe they were like, um, we helped you bring back Young Justice. Um, how about you let us have? How much you let us have that? And they're like, you can't have this, but you can have this <laughs> kind yeah. of thing, maybe. I don't know, but that that kind of tells you something, actually. I mean, I hate going back and forth in mm-hmm. this conversation, but it does kind of tell you if if Titans is going on Netflix, that tells you something is going on with their service. So yeah, but, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited for all these new series coming, and uh, we'll see if Netflix dies. <laughs> we'll see. I think you know, they'll become their own thing. I think they'll be like, oh, okay, fine. You know, we lost Disney, but you know, if you if you want to see the new season of you know Orange is the New Black, then you got you know you have to keep us. But uh, all right. right, and I think with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. Eleven Fifteen East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get out of. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything Dude, that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. And we're back. All right, so. Uh, it's funny, like usually the first part of the show is the, the is like our stuff talking about life. Um, I really didn't have that much, or at least nothing that I I, I feel free to <laughs> to actually share on the show. Um, you know, just personal issues that I I'm not in a really in the mood to talk about right now. But I guess maybe one day I will. Uh, still working. Uh, you know, no no Oscar emails this week, which I'm surprised for. Um, can we talk a moment about Trump? 
sniffing Adderall? <laughs> sniffing Adderall? Yeah, there was a, uh, a guy who was a comedian, but I think at the time he was also like a production assistant on The, on the Apprentice. And he had said that he had seen Donald Trump take a pill, crush it down, and sniff it. And like like a lot of people saying that you know it's very likely it was Adderall because that's something that that you know Adderall is one of those deals where it's like a, it's like a cocaine as in if you're an average person and you take Adderall it speeds you up it hypes you up it makes you you know get all hyper but Adderall originally is for kids that are already hyper and then right. like a hyper kid takes the Adderall. And it, it speeds them up so much that it kind of makes them crash where it's like, OK, you know, we'll, we'll, you want to be up. We'll really make you up until your fucking body gets exhausted and you show the fuck out. But people, you know, there are people who abuse, abuse it and, and use it to get high. And I don't know if you remember, remember when 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 Donald Trump had the debate with the Hillary Clinton and, and you know, he was sniffing every fucking two seconds. You know, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so a lot of people are saying, oh, that, that explains that, that, that debate that night, you know, uh, you know, you always hear about, you know, Donald Trump's always tweeting at three, four, five o'clock in the fucking morning. You know, that's, that's the person who's, you know, obviously person's hopped up on something, you know, it's not like he's, it's not like he's up because he's healthy and out and he's out jogging and, and exercising, you know, and, uh, you know, and once again, I mean, just the fact that I just flat out don't like trump is the fact that you know i would love to find out that he's also fucking sniffing adderall uh that would that would be wonderful um all right so i had posted a thing online and it was and it was a meme it was written by a woman saying that like oh ladies you know you should date a guy that like plays video games because if he's playing video games he's not cheating on you he's staying at home and yada 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 so a friend of mine shared that shared that tweet and or shared that 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 facebook post and then this girl oh my god this woman must have the biggest fucking chip on her shoulder uh she 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 writes back entitlement issues inflated inflated sense of what a girlfriend owes them but no willingness to do their share probably having having sex chats with other players and will blow off real life events for game time no thanks like holy shit, this bitch obviously has some fucking chip on her shoulder, you know. And then the and then the funny thing is after like I I waited a couple because I wanted a fucking post as soon as I saw it. I was you know you have a big you have a fucking giant chip on your shoulder, and luckily like a couple other people kind of posted like little things like that. And I'm like then I posted I'm like yeah he's something like, you know <laughs> you have a chip on her shoulder much, and uh, you know and then she had said that, like that was her ex boyfriend whatever. But you know you're 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 putting the whole fucking gaming world on blast because you got you got with an asshole yeah yeah entitlement issues the guy likes playing fucking games you know like you know that shouldn't be a sin and don't be wrong okay you know in the eyes of a relationship yes it should be 50 50 or whatever but once again i mean if a guy in his downtime in his downtime mind you i'm not saying when he's supposed to be doing his chores or when he's supposed to be taking care of other things or as she puts here you know blowing off real life events or whatever you know, it, if the guy wants to fucking play video games in his downtime, you know, it's better than a guy that's out getting drunk, better than the guy out there chasing pussy. It's better than the guy, you know, out there that, you know, that, you know, you burn the dinner and he wants to smack you around. You know, there's nothing yeah. wrong with the guy fucking playing video games. And not to mention that that's a universal thing. There's nothing stopping a woman from playing video games. 
You know, yeah. it's you know, it's like this chick. It just when I saw that, like I said, I have to share this on a podcast because I, I wanted to blow her up on fucking Facebook, but uh, you know, she's like a friend of a friend, and I don't want to fucking, you know, I don't want to. Well, you know, cause static between. I I think like because you had kind of you kind of had said something to my woman one time about like how she like she she got she got pissed because um and I'm not gonna say how much I spent on the server mm-hmm. for tunamifaithful.com but if you remember like she got pissed about that mm-hmm. and she was trying to use that against me and you turned to her and went um it's a three year subscription mm-hmm. it's it's uh it's not like he's going out and spending it on hookers or going out and drinking all the time or anything. Yeah. He's doing something that he likes to do. And by the way, he's not cheating on you or anything else. So why, why would you let her, why would you, why would you worry about that? Mm. And you know, she kind of shut up after that, which is great, <laughs> but it was like, yeah. And you know, that's, that's the kind of thing. Like, you know, I, I, I feel like what it is is women kind of have this thing where they're like, Oh well, you did this, so now I'm going to use this against you, or like, you know, if you know, it, it, it's it's almost like everything that you did was cheating. Yeah. I, I and I I guess I got to take the, but I, I think like the best example of how a typical white woman is, for example, <laughs> is if the you look at the, the video. The opinions of really not necessarily represent the streets <laughs> on podcast. Well, no, 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 <laughs> no. no. If, if, if you, did you see the video I posted on uh, on Facebook? The other night, where uh, it's it's the woman she's uh, she's like acting out what how women how white women act. Oh yeah, and yeah. Did you see that? There's a part one and there's a part two of it. Uh-huh. It is fucking hilarious. Like it's the best thing that I've ever seen. And I'm just like, holy shit, this woman gets it. Like yeah. <laughs> like this girl knows exactly what I'm talking about. And yeah, I mean, I think. What what people have to understand is is that there is no perfect guy, there is no perfect woman, mm-hmm. okay. There is only people that are good, and if you find a good guy or a good woman, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if they bitch about every single thing or uh, just the small things or whatever. As long as you guys are happy, what the fuck does it matter? Yeah, you know what I mean. Stop stop get oh well the guy the guy plays video games too much. Okay, did he provide for you? Does he go out? Say, does he also paid? work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does he work forty days? Oh, does he work forty days a week? Does he work forty hours a week? Does he like make a lot of money and bring in so you don't have to work any day that you don't need to? Mm-hmm. Does he provide you with a vehicle so you can drive? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, these are the things where it's just like, if the guy's doing his stuff and in his spare time he's playing a video game, what does that matter to you? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. As long as he's not sitting there literally every single day ignoring you and not doing anything and playing off on the video game system besides going to work, that's one thing. But if we're talking about you know playing video games, you get home and then he gets off of it. How is that a bad thing? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, and like so in this, I get one, what you're coming from. Yeah, and like in her quote, she goes, "Probably having sex chats with other players." And once again, I'm not the biggest online gaming kind of guy, but I don't know anybody that's having sex chats. You know what I'm saying? And I have friends, don't be wrong, I have friends and and guys that I grew up with and guys that I've known since I was fucking 11 years old and and maybe even younger than that, 
that have been the biggest fucking dogs and will fuck anything that moves and a relationship don't mean shit to them. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you none of my friends that or none of the people that I know have ever made a connection through fucking video game chatting. Because I don't know if I, like it's remember, it's like that meme where the girl and the guy are laying in the bed and they're back to back. And she's like, I bet he's thinking about other women. And and he's like and he's like I wonder you know and it's always he's thinking about something like what happens to the the back part, what happens to the back part of Optimus Prime's truck when he transforms into a robot you know it's a, or something like that you know right right right, right. you know he's exactly. always thinking about nerdy shit and it's like lady please if you think your man is having sex chats with other players go choose any random game go on Fortnite go on fucking Red Dead Revolver Online. Go on Fallout 76 and see if there's any sex chat going on. It's you know, I mean, if any, you got fucking 12 year olds in Missouri that if they hear a girl's voice, they're like, hey, let me see your tits, you know, or you know, shut up and go make me a sandwich and shit like that. But it, there are absolutely no nobody's having sex chats. No one's you know, and trust me, if your guy is that much of a fucking dog and he's chatting with girls, he's gonna be doing that shit. Has nothing to do with fucking. He's not going to be chatting online. You know, what I'm saying you know, he's gonna you know he, he'll leave the house and go find a girl. You know, he'll fuck his sister. He'll fuck your best friend. But you know, a guy like that is not. You know, if he's that bad, trust me, there is you know there is no sex in the champagne room. There is no sex on fucking gaming chats for fucking online video games. You know, and if and then on the off chance you do find a fucking girl, it's a girl that's you know that looks like me but with you know long hair. <laughs> you know, so, you know, uh, you know. I hate to, I hate to cast dispersions, but you know, attractive women aren't fucking playing fucking video games. That's fucking. <laughs> let's be real here. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, you know, something we were talking about because right now, and I don't know how this this recording is going to come out, and I apologize for the quality of the episode if it sounds shitty, people. But like, I've gotten disconnected. <laughs> four times i think i yeah. i think i just got disconnected from you right now as i was saying yeah that. well and well and while you're doing that whole rant like half that rant i didn't even hear oh okay so hopefully if it's recorded on my end uh we'll fix it in post um but uh it's one of those deals like like right now my computer it's just like i, don't, I think i have like okay shit well okay that is my fault i do have like a couple of browsers open let me cl- let me cl- <laughs> let me cl- let me close the tabs on my browser but you know, I'm, I'm looking up stuff to talk about on the show and stuff. But uh, you know, the DC Universe thing I was looking up. I had a list here. I had this tab of all these awards going at. Um, but you know, it was one of those deals where like, I don't know if you're, like me, I generally for the most part I'll turn off the data on. Like you know, I'll turn off my data. I'll turn off my Wi-Fi unless I'm going to do something exclusively on my phone. And look, like usually, and even if when I'm working. Like I have to turn the data on my phone or turn the Wi-Fi on my, on my phone because there is an online component to my job or you know, and so I have to get messages and stuff like that. But when I'm not doing that, you know, I, I I go and I turn off the data on my phone. Then like I'll turn on my Wi-Fi or whatever you know later on, and I'm trying to I'm trying to grab an Uber. I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to and your phone goes through all these fucking updates. Oh you know like, and I'm like I wish there was an option where like stop updating me on dumb shit that I don't give a fuck about and just do the fucking thing that I want you to do. You know what I'm saying? Like if I turn on my phone and I'm opening up Google Maps, let's just say, like I'm looking for the direction. I just, I I only want to see Google Maps. I just turned on the data. I specifically opened Google Maps. I don't give a shit about Twitter. And, you know, and the whole thing is, it's one of those deals where like, 
it's great when you have Twitter, when Twitter's a, like, it, when it's your notification, like, you know, someone, so, you know, this person responded to your tweet. But when it's like, your friend liked this tweet, who gives a shit? You know? Oh, so-and-so tweeted a photo. I, who gives a shit? And I, it's, I mean, maybe I'm, I haven't looked into it that much, but like, I don't give a shit about the, if I'm having a direct interaction with someone retweeted my tweet or like or spoke to me directly or something like that fine give me those notifications but like if i just turned on my phone i just turned on my data like like my fucking google maps isn't gonna isn't working that fast because it's got to tell me oh you have joe smo fucking like the tweet i don't give a fuck what they did show me what the fuck i want to see back open you know update all that other shit when i'm done looking at google maps or, what, or whatever you know whatever and if someone says oh it's because you don't have an iphone or fuck you <laughs> You still there, bro? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you you went away for a while. Oh, now okay. I'm back, so there you go. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Um... <laughs> Got a little root podcasting sometime. Yeah. So this this past week, or, or in the since our since the last podcast, uh, some fucking awesome ass trailers have come out. They had uh, the new Captain Marvel trailer, the longer one. Um, or should we say Super Saiyan? Um, <laughs> uh, I know there was one more. I mean, obviously, the the one I want to speak about is about Endgame. Um, what was the other? Tra- wasn't there another trailer that came out this? Maybe I'm I, I, other than Avengers. No, I'm saying I was other than Avengers Endgame. I'm trying to think. It was Captain Marvel. Um, and I don't know. No, I don't think there maybe was I, maybe there isn't. And I just out this week. Yeah, but oh my all right, god, let's let's talk about some Endgame. Let's uh, you know, totally forgot that yeah, Tony Stark is stuck on that fucking planet in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> without a ride home so I, apparently he hops on the uh the guardians of the galaxy side ship thor used to get to, and now he's trying to get back to earth with no supplies stuck in the middle of nowhere he does use the word rescue kind of uh in keeping with other leaked photos that were put out in game because you know remember we saw the pepper pots rescue armor armor that they had uh uh what's her face oh <laughs> what's in the box what's in the box what the hell's her name <laughs> gwyneth paltrow Gwyneth Paltrow was in the, uh, you know, the, the rescue armor. And then, you know, Tony Stark is in the ship and he's like, I wonder, you know, I need a rescue or something like that. So I think either Pepper Potts or the armor itself is going to come out and rescue, you know, pull him from the ship. You know, I'll go all the way out in outer space. Um, so we got Tony Stark out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they show uh, Hawkeye and as the character Ronan, which is like Hawkeye, but a lot more badass. And now, mind you, you know, we see Hawkeye, you know, the last time we saw him was with the like you know he was with his family and he was kind of retired i'm wondering if like his fucking family disappeared in the snap like that's what a lot of people are sort of like rumored to say that like maybe his you know with this he was retired until his whole family turned to fucking dust and now he's back and uh you know i liked how the the trailer was all like sad and depressing and shit and then at the end they have ant-man trying to get into the avengers uh compound or whatever he's like, hey remember me you know so I like that, and once again, I didn't see Ant Man and the Wasp. I should have. I just haven't. But I guess with Ant Man and the Wasp, he he ends the movie like he's in the quantum realm. So it's sort of like, did he get out of the quantum realm? Is him being in the truck in front of the Avengers thing? Was that is that maybe an old recording? Is it a new? You know, what's what's the deal with that? So uh, I'm definitely uh, curious on how that fits into the whole story. But like I said, I liked in the commercial how it's like all depressing and sad, and then at the end it kind of you have a little bit of hope and happiness like yay Ant-Man's here and yay you know Hawkeye's here and they're gonna help save the world you know and obviously you know once we have Captain Marvel Captain Marvel's gonna be in movie also you know those three are gonna help 
bring us back the rest of the Avengers. Now, one thing that I posted, and 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 hopefully you could vouch for me on this. Back in like May, you know, I took the Avengers logo, and you know, back in you know, right after the Avengers came out, everyone was doing those memes where they took a picture and they were showing the person, you know, turning to dust and blowing away, and you know, people were doing it like when Stan Lee died and shit like that. Um, I did that with the Avengers logo. And it's one of those deals where like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's just a natural progression advertising and stuff like that. But, you know, the legitimate poster for the new Avengers Endgame is the Avengers logo turning into dust and blowing away, which is something I did back in May. So I think uh, Disney Marvel owes me a couple. I think, you know, if they want to give me some money, they want to give me tickets to the red carpet, the cameo. In the future movies, you know, I'll take whatever they can give me, but I think they owe me something. And we're back after some technical difficulties, podcast edit, and all that good stuff. Um, let me see. Uh, we had Bush's funeral. War criminal George Bush Sr., head of the CIA, member of Skull and Bones, and, you know, all those other uh, Illuminati groups from Yale. I think there's there's like another it was like another secret you know the guy was head of like the CIA ended up being the president you know had his son become president his other son become the governor of the fucking Florida you know his George George W was fucking governor of Texas you know you don't get that kind of ranking and stuff like that without being having some sort of you know underground elite group behind you so you know not a big fan of his, you know, and he was, you know, vice president during Reagan's years and, you know, didn't even try to put Reagan in check and stuff like that as Reagan fucking gutted, you know, the middle class and, and, and poor people and, you know, looked out for his Republican fucking cronies. So. Sounds like Trump. Oh, never mind. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, you know, except that, you know. George Bush Sr. knew how to keep his fucking mouth shut. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, like, like he's the, you know, uh, to use the parlance of the streets, George George Sr. was gangsta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, he didn't. Uh, I lost you again, but uh, I'm still here. Yeah, well, George Sr. was gangsta to the point where, like, even when his son, when George W. Bush was in office, you know, well, his vice president was Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney was George Bush Sr.'s, like, right-hand man. You know, Dick Cheney was all involved with, like, the first Gulf War. And now all of a sudden he's the vice president when George Sr.'s, you know, son is now the president. You know, it's this weird... And, you know, and a lot of people would say that, you know, Dick Cheney was actually the one really running this country and George W. Bush was, like, a fucking a pawn. You know, and, and that's, you know... And that's all because of the connections with his father. You know, what I'm saying there, there, there's. I'm pretty sure there's, there's tons of shit that we're never gonna know and find out about. But you know, it, it seems a guy like that probably had tons of fucking blood. So you know, I mean, not that I'm gonna say he should rot in hell or anything like that, but you know, I'm pretty sure that guy has more skeletons in his closet than we'll ever fucking find out. Probably shit that you know has helped him and his friends out, but has put the rest of his country at fucking risk. And uh, you know, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not exactly all teary-eyed because he's fucking dead, you know. Then, uh, then there were the... well, George. I mean, George Bush Senior wasn't that bad. He was never as bad as his son. Well, his son was an idiot. That's the whole thing. Is like I think he was making moves, but he was smart enough to fucking like keep his nose clean. He was smart enough not to fucking draw attention. You know, W. Bush was just a fucking moron. So like, it's easy to see that oh, he was yeah. doing horrible shit. You know. 
HW was with you know with, with Ronald Reagan and and all this shit and you know with all those cronies, you know, and that's the whole thing is like he played it off like he was Mister fucking nice guy and he was all soft spoken and all this shit and like that's the worst kind of fucking person is that. You know, at least Donald Trump, we know he's a fucking idiot <laughs> and he's doing bad and it's super obvious. George H.W. Bush, George Sr. was probably like, it was ten, probably 10 times worse than what Donald Trump was, but he was quiet about it. <laughs> I mean, that, once again, that's just, is this my opinion? But I mean, there were there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, like I said, the guy went to Yale. Part of the fuck, it's like a fact. Those are all like the, his son becomes the vice, his son becomes the president and his best friend becomes the vice president president. You know, that same young son was the governor of Texas while another son becomes the governor of Florida. There's just there's way too many fucking smoking. And, you know, nothing's more nothing's worse than Trump. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I, I thought George Bush, the the second George Bush was mm-hmm. was kind of the worst president that we ever had. Mm-hmm. I've I've changed my <laughs> Yeah, I've changed my opinion. I, I just, yeah, I can't. I just, I, like, he's like, if you were to put them in line, like, he's like hundreds of miles away from fucking Trump ever was. <laughs> so, you know. Now, uh, other things uh, into the show. Oh, a uh, couple, of, I mean, stuff related to the show uh, in a good way and kind of something we slightly mentioned earlier. The Bumblebee movie, which I think is coming out next week, right? The, the week, right? It's next. Yeah. The Bumblebee movie, uh, in the beginning of this show, we have John Bailey, you know, the voice of Honest Trailer, listening to Two Strangers on a podcast. John Bailey actually is doing two voices in the new Bumblebee movie, which, you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, John Bailey, back in the day, back in the day, uh, there were these there were these sketches on YouTube uh, that were kind of, they took old, you know, episodes of the G1 Transformers and they redubbed them and they made him saying all types of rude things and funny things and stuff like that. And John Bailey was the voice of Optimus Prime in that. And uh, when they were doing the um, the, the Prime Wars, remember the the, the, comp, the Combiner Wars and all those, that limited animation style, which is kind of funny because that limited animation style kind of looks like what they were doing with Into the Spider-Verse. Except, you know, the Transformers ones look a little, a lot more shittier, but, you know, the Into the Spider-Verse where it's limited, but it's not, it didn't look as bad as the Transformers Combiner Wars. But in those series, like, I think like season two, they didn't have Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime, they had John Bailey. So, uh, in this one, John Bailey is doing the voice of both Soundwave and Shockwave. Well, that's cool. So, and, you know, and from a guy who at one point was doing youtube parodies you know and 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 i mean of course he, he's built his reputation now and he does the honest trailers and everything like that but it's you know it's a, it's like uh remember that movie rockstar with uh with uh the, what's his face the gold Wahlberg, the donnie Wahlberg or whatever where it's marky mark or whatever where it's like at one point he was he was he was playing like in the cover band for the band and now the actual band called him out and said, you know, we want you to play with us. Like, that's what's happened with John Bailey. Like, at one point, he was doing parodies of the voices. Now he's literally in a fucking Hasbro-sanctioned fucking doing the voices of Soundwave and Shock, which, you know, I mean, yes, those are small parts and everything like that, but it's fucking so happy. Once again, I mean, he was doing Hasbro shit when they were doing the Combiner Wars when he was the voice of Optimus Prime. But the funny thing is, it got so much attention that... Then, like, I think when they got to season three, they got rid of him and actually brought back Peter Cullen, the the real voice of Optimus Prime, you know. But uh, but once again, I mean, not to shit on his his stuff from back then, he's in a legit Transformers movie and what's probably going to be the first good Transformers movie since the 1986 one. Um, 
So much props to John Bailey. I'm super fucking happy because of that. Uh, and I'm super excited for him. Um, also, uh, sort of, I mean, I, I guess a friend of the show, if you want to say that, uh, you know, um, I had him, I recorded him doing an intro a while back and, and he passed away this year, John Schnepp. Um, there is a hour long interview. Um, if, if you're into that kind of stuff, uh, there was a, the, the, the head of Titmouse Studios, Chris Pernosky, did a show called uh tongue and pencil and and it's for fans of the anim of animation in particular and you know creative people and stuff like that and he and from what i understand, he did a bunch of episodes um i had asked jody schaefer if he's gonna if he's an episode he said yes but you know they're just gonna release it eventually um but uh the first episode they decided to put out was the one with john schnepp and once again you know this guy passed away earlier this year and uh you know if you liked john in any of his projects and you know, he, he was, you know, he helped out in the beginning of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. You know, he was, he was majorly involved in Metalocalypse. Um, you know, a lot of the Titmouse projects, like he helped, he was, he helped out with, even if he wasn't like the main guys, like, you know, all those guys kind of all sort of, you know, hip, help out here and there. Um, you know, just watch, you know, just watch it. And then the funny thing is like, he was involved with so many like funky music videos from the 90s and stuff like that so if that's your kind of thing i definitely check out look up tongue and pencil and once again it's with chris pranoski it's on youtube right now and like once again it just you know, it's a showing much love and respect to john schnepp and once again i love his documentary the death uh the death of superman lives what happened uh you know he gave me a fucking poster uh for his document i mean i supported it and then when I told him at Comic-Con, like, he gave me a poster and he autographed it. And I, I have it up on my wall now. He signed it. And it was like, and that was like a limited edition. There was only like 300 of those. And I have like 207. Um, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, he was a good dude. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, it's such a fucking shame that he passed away. And, you know, and I was thinking, you know, this, we aren't going to do the year in review. We'll probably say that for the next episode. But, you know, I mean, John Schnepp. Uh, Stan Lee, in my own personal life, you know, my godmother passed away this year. My grandmother passed away this year. Powerful people in my life passed. Like, it kind of bums me out. I don't want to bring the show down. I'm just saying it's just, you know, when I was thinking about, you know, stuff, you know, and I guess for the next episode, we'll probably do like a year in review, you know, because uh, between now and then we'll have a Christmas will come and go. But, but uh, you know, it's just I was just thinking about the stuff that was and I wanted to put that in tongue and pencil because it's good to see John Schnepp still healthy, still happy, having a good time. Because during the show, what they do is they have two drawing boards, and the drawing boards are, like, bunk, punched up against each other. So they can't see each other's work. And for, like, the half an hour of the hour, they start drawing stuff. Then at the halfway mark, they flip pages, and they give each other the pages, and then they can then they continue drawing on the other person's page. So, you know, uh, and it was, it was pretty cool. I think that's everything I have in my notes. I went out last week. I, I went to, there's, a, there's a comedy club here in Rochester called Comedy at the Carls, and I went to go see Bobby, Sle Bobby Slayton. Do you, do you remember? How big is that? Um, it's it's not not mind you. I think there's different rooms, and I think I might have been in their second biggest when I went mm. to go see it because I was trying to look at it. But I mean, I, like from what I understand, there's different rooms, and I I might have either been in their biggest room or their second. Uh, but it, it was pretty big. I mean, I went to go see Bobby Slayton, and when Bobby Slayton comes to town, he's a big fan. He's he's uh, you know, one of the big radio uh, personalities up here, Brother Wee's. He goes on a Brother Wee show. And, you know, Brother Weeze has a big following here. And so, like, the place was, it wasn't full, full. But then again, I went to, like, the 730. And it was, you know, 17 buck cover charge. And there was, and I think there's supposed to be, like, a two-drink minimum. But, I like, I asked the girl, and she's like, there is, but they, we really don't. So, 
you know, 17 bucks, you know, and it's Bobby Slayton, you know, from, from the eighties. I remember him, he was like on the old, like Ronnie Dangerfield specials they used to have on HBO, the young comedian specials and stuff like that. And he, he had this funny joke cause he was, he's always known to be like a little racist and stuff like that. So he had this whole joke about how he went to the Chinese restaurants and he's trying to order something and he wants to ask the waiter what's in the, what's in the, whatever he's ordering. And the guy just says yes to everything. He goes, what, what's in this? Are the vegetables? Oh yeah, yeah, the vegetables. Uh, what about, are the vegetables? I don't like spicy. Are they spicy? Oh yeah, yeah, spicy vegetables. <laughs> he's like, are there, are there crayons in this fucking thing? He goes, oh yeah, yeah, crayon, crayon, spicy vegetables. <laughs> so, I mean, that's like a joke that goes way back to the eighties. I mean, not exactly the most politically correct one. And, and his stuff is all new. It's not like he was doing that shit, but I mean, that's, I remember him in the fucking like mid eighty, but it was pretty funny, and it was you know nice to get out of. It's not that I was. You know how to get out of the house? Holy shit! Yeah, well, dude. I mean, I sit here all week at work. At work, you know, I, I got to get out and do something, and and I was also supporting uh, uh, Vinnie Paulino was the opening act and Vinnie Polino, he also has a podcast here in Rochester and years. I mean, like when I first started the podcast, he asked if I wanted to join like his, what the fuck is that? (laughs) He had asked, uh, he had asked if I wanted to join his network or whatever. And at that particular time I said, no, um, but you know, I may hit him up and say, Hey, (laughs) yeah, sure. Uh, but he was, he was the opening act. He's a, he's a local comedian, but he does a podcast and they do it. They do a streaming show. Like the cool thing they do is on Fridays, whoever's the opening act, whoever's the headlining act at comedy, the Carlson, they'll do a podcast, uh, with that person. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all right. So after the fifth or sixth final fucking technical difficulty, I think we should, uh, uh, we should wrap it up. That's what she she said. said. Um, uh, thank you. Okay. Ah, ah, please visit. <laughs> See, this fucking rebooting the computer got me all fucked up. Please visit two strangers, one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes page. So if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or an iPod, you can download us, uh, there on iTunes. If you don't have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app. And you can do what I do and put it on Listen Later and available offline. So when you're in a Wi-Fi spot, you're at home or you're at McDonald's, you're at Starbucks, you can download your episodes and listen to them later without killing your data or killing your battery on the Stitcher app. Um, on uh, Stitcher, you have, you know, Chris Hardwick. Oh, no. I, oh, yeah. The Nerdist is back up, which, because I was subscribed to it, and I noticed there's new episodes. I haven't listened to any of the new episodes yet, but I guess, you know, people don't care that whatever he abused his girlfriend. But uh, (laughs) Chris Hardwick's Nerdist, uh, Kevin Smith's Modcast, uh, all these podcasts are worth listening to, are available Mm. on Stitcher. Mm. And, of course, Paul's other baby, Mm. the Tsunami Faithful podcast, is also available on Stitcher. Um, if you don't want to use either of those apps, you can download us on our, uh, official, the official hosting, uh, app our, on SoundCloud and on SoundCloud, I do make the episodes available for download. Uh, if I, if they aren't, please let me know, but I'm pretty sure I do that every episode, but you know, that's cause there's, I do have to go an extra step to make sure that they are available for download. So if you want to just download them into whatever other device you don't have a, you don't have a way to get other podcasts uh you can download us off the stitcher app i mean excuse me not stitcher soundcloud soundcloud is our hosting site and uh of course if you listen to soundcloud you can go back maybe two three years into the show but if you want to hear anything before that you can find us also on youtube just go on youtube search for two strangers one podcast you can find uh 
you know, up until the last two years, you could find like four or five years worth of two strangers, one podcast episodes up on YouTube. Um, we want your money. We need your money. And I'm still fucking lazy and I haven't set up a Patreon yet. But until you, until I do that, uh, you can support the show by, uh, sharing and like us, liking us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. That's all spelled out. Like this episode, like the page, share this page on your page. Um, you know, feel free to interact with us on our page. Uh, there's also a group, the two strangers one podcast network. If you want to go on that group, and I just like it because groups tend to, you have a little more better interaction with your audience than on on pages. Unfortunately, that's just the way Facebook has set it up. Uh, we had gotten our, we actually got our Twitter back up and running. Uh, Two strangers, one podcast, Thank God. and or at Stranger Podcast. So if you want to interact with us there, um, if you want to write us, and I'm really surprised, super fan of the show, Oscar hasn't written in about a month now. Um, but if you want to. And you want to start cursing us out like he has in the past, you can write us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. All spelled out. Two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Um You could also find my audio book, Odd I See a Tale from the Road, on our YouTube page. Once again, just to look for Odd I C O D D I S E E. Uh, my Stranger Vlogs, which I I have I have to update, but I still have like two or three more to put out, and uh, I can't think of anything else. I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Pulpskrillo. You can find me slaying demons all over the internet. Um, you can <laughs> find me on our Discord. It's Discord, uh, the, the Tsunami Fable Discord. Um, you can just at me at Pulpskrillo if you're part of that. Uh, you can email me, Pulpskrillo at TsunamiFaithful.com. And um, of course, uh, we knew we do now have a Facebook, and I don't know why I never did this before, but we do have a Facebook group called Tsunami Faithful as well. That's linked up to the page. So if you want to follow me, follow there, and you can contact me there as well. And yeah, so that's it. All right, and just uh, last minute, if, if anybody wants to send me a, 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 anyone wants to be a secret Santa and wants to send me a gift, um, I'll take uh, either Marvel Spider-Man for the PlayStation Four, Red Dead Redemption for the PlayStation Four, and there's this other app that came out. It's on Steam. It's called Cine Tracer. It's actually it's not actually a game, but it's sort of a a game that helps. It's a, it's sort of like a simulator for setting up cameras in movies, but it like. I think eventually they're going to make it where like you could basically make movies with it with these digital characters. So I've been watching these YouTube videos and getting really into it. So if you want to get me any of those things and, and you happen to have money and you're willing to just throw it away, uh, I'll be more than happy to accept any of those gifts because by the time you'll hear us next will be after Christmas. Um, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. Because Chris needs it. And I love you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read it? Double Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. Him punny. But.
<laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with the materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I've smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history. Much like the recent Powerball, both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know, you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net. 
your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.